Just give me the opportunity to give you what you deserve. Huh? Whatever you say. Andrea. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, haul at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ, Kate, and Bea. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. The Neighbours Recap Podcast. We chat to you usually about the last five episodes that went to air of the Aussie soap Neighbours. Uh, some of us have watched it since the dawn of time. Others have come in late. But, you know, come one, come all. Something for everybody. And I'm Vaya, and I've got three guests today. And it's bloody huge. And I don't know if I'm coping and holding it together all that well. But we'll get... We'll <laughs> plow through. I have the usual suspects. I've got Kate. Hey. CJ. Hi. And a very special guest, Jellyfish, Jelly, who is the namesake of Nellyfish. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, You're the only three people in the world who care about that fact. <laughs> until today. Until this, <laughs> or contraire. <laughs> until this goes to air and then the Brits will come for you. <laughs> so Jelly, who I've also poached from the podcast Stage Door, theatre podcast. Yeah, Stage Door podcast. Uh, amazing. Jelly has um, some ties to the neighbours in a sanctum. So there's a lot of things she can't say mm-hmm. about things she's heard from her friends that work on the show. <laughs> that um, I'm sure you, if you bribe her, you know, if you send enough presents. Or popcorn. Yeah. I think the, I think the story was the jellyfish was that they were just looking for another fish for the family. Yeah. Because Nellie, they were pregnant yeah, with Nellie. Yeah. And they were like, well, what about jellyfish like your friend? Because that's been my nickname for a long time. And then, but they didn't tell me. And then it was just like happening. And, 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 and then somebody just turned to me and said, oh, you know, we named, we gave that kid that nickname because of you. And I was like, oh my God, this is really exciting. So now every time I tweet about jellyfish, Jelly's excited. And yeah. she wants to know what Nellie's up to. Yeah, because I think it was when she was pregnant, right? Yeah. They were just calling the baby jellyfish yeah, when like, it was in utero. Like peanut or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 And then when she was called Nell, it, the name, nickname still yeah. worked. Yeah. So, Apologies to Libby Butler if I got that story wrong. We haven't spoken since high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, it's probably been one of the biggest weeks. I say, I've been saying this a lot lately, guys. Yeah, it just keeps getting bigger. Was it Thursday the day that the shit hit the fan? Yes. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. The end of Thursday's episode. Yeah, I lost yeah. my tiny mind on Twitter. I've been spending a few days trying to compose myself again. So let's take it back to obviously everyone's kind of, a lot of people are coming back to Neighbours as well because Dee's returned and they want to know what's what. So there's a lot of people online speculating, junkies writing articles. Like there's a there's J- junkies writing articles. <laughs> I thought the, the junkie was the mayor. <laughs> Actually, it is quite fitting that junkie.com <laughs> is covering this story. So we're going to recap this. Usually we start with a bit of neighbours council business, but I feel like that needs to be put on the back burner, and we'll get to that at the end of today's session. And not having watched Neighbours for a long time, I couldn't believe it that like how. Fast sale punching. It was just one crazy mm. uh, high octane reveal after another. Mm. Yeah, like I said last week, there's a woman pregnant to a priest, and that's not the biggest story. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it was genuinely just so good and fun and exciting. I haven't watched Neighbours in a long time, mm. and I was like, this is actually really good. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday episodes were like top notch. And then mm. 
by the end it was like sport. I felt like I was watching a football <laughs> match or something. And pow, pow, pow. Yeah. And then I was at a party on Saturday and I was accosted by like two dozen people who were like, I need to talk to you about neighbours right now. I was also at this party and I saw it happen. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to be able to catch up with my friend Vea Precious. No, because screaming, mostly women were just like throwing themselves towards Vea being like, D! <laughs> And you, you came over at one point and were trying to intercept the conversation, <laughs> thinking, oh, I've missed some, some big story or some yeah, anecdote. Yeah, no, it's just D again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about how she got washed out to sea, <laughs> Emily plucked her out of the drink. Okay, anyway, so, all right, let's go. So, Kate, CJ and I are obviously regular viewers. Jelly has just dipped back in after some decades away from the show. Well, no, you have subjected me to episodes um, over the past couple of years. Sometimes you'll come to my house. Is and I dinner? Noticed, yeah, for dinner. <laughs> and I've noticed at like 6.25, Vey is like wriggling and just looking awkward. And I'm like, you want to watch, don't you? Okay, <laughs> fine, we can put it on. And then I would like try to understand, wait, who's that? Why? Oh, Steph's back. Oh, okay, right. And everything. And um, I'm a great friend. Uh, no, but then after you are, because afterwards you'd always let me show you something that I wanted to watch. I can't remember what it was. Usually awesome. you'd be like, okay, let's watch some. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, YouTube <laughs> videos of aeroplanes. That's fine. <laughs> uh, and the aeroplanes come into play this week too, which I reckon one of your friends that works on the show probably snuck that in for you too, Jelly. Jelly is a big. What's the plane version of bibliophile? Uh oh. Like, um, like a train spot? Av geek. Avgeek. It's actually is Avgeek. Cute. Right. Monday, the 30th of January, 2017. Sonia has lost an earring. <laughs> oh, she's had some big things happen this week and the earring was a big one. So Steph's reassuring her. Um, look, Steph, Sonia's insecure that Toadie has this connection with his long lost wife. Mm. Oh my God, she probably stole the earring. She's keeping trophies. <laughs> Tell you what, Everything maybe, makes sense now. I reckon, There's um, no casual line, is there? Well, actually, I showed Jelly most of the week, but she did miss out the bit where oh. the earring turned up in Sonia's car. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I think she just needs to go back to Klein's to pick up another pair of those $5 earrings. <laughs> I love a $5 earring. It does the job because I'll, I'll lose an earring or it'll rust Correct. over. But that's the Chekhov's earring that came back later in the week when it was revealed that he's been spending close personal time with Sonia in the car having deep and meaningfuls when he's ah. supposed to be having dinner with his wife. So it was, okay, it wasn't D keeping a trophy. It was, <laughs> it was, it was the like um, earring in the car, like. The, the in smoking the, gun. Yeah, yeah, smoking gun. Like, like, like in a chorus line to yeah. make a music theatre reference. Yeah, My mother dug earrings out of the car. Stage door pod on Twitter. <laughs> and they've planned this dinner at the waterhole to like catch up with D and have some hangs. With the Kennedys. What a weird concept. Let's all have dinner with the dead woman. <laughs> and just to fill in some gaps over the last 13 years. <laughs> and over a pot and a palmer. Hmm. Well, not, not a palmer for Sonia because she's a vegetarian and then Dee tells you know, that story oh, about the chickens. But when Dee. they were talking about that and, and Dee was all like, oh, I forgot you're a vegetarian. I forgot she was a vegetarian. Mm. It's never, <laughs> ever a point made about it. Oh, and it comes, she cooks a lasagna every, I don't know, three weeks. She says, what about a veg lasagna? <laughs> and then she bakes that up. And, and yeah, if, if there's dinner party or something, she's like, I'll do a mushroom risotto or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and often like Toadie will run off to the pub and have a steak and a beer because they're the things you can't have at home because yeah. she's also, you know. Oh, and, um, that's right. Yeah. So I, I, basically Toadie can't do anything fun, including sleep with his original wife, D, <laughs> in his own home. Or as I'm going to quote a lot of tweets this week, but there was like hundreds, so I can't remember anyone's individual tweets, but someone did call her this week D Prime. <laughs> like, refer to her as D Prime, the original D. Oh, D, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. That was bad. I'll cut that out. Um, <laughs> It just took me a minute to get it. It was a complex story. 
it's going to kick off one of my favourite scenes of the week and I've got many of them when um, Tony walks Dee home to the dive motel after mm. dinner and they have that that moment where he's freaking out and she's comforting him. Yeah. Mm. That was a great performance in that scene. Yeah. Really good. Uh it's, it's, it's not as fun when we just enjoy something, is it? Or we just go, that was lovely. No, it's nice. Conversation over. <laughs> we find out as well from Dullcop that he's put the DNA, he's rushed the DNA testing. He's like, D- oh D- my D- God. No, I'm DNA. sorry. Look, I got very angry at that point. <laughs> fucking, fucking worst cop, of course. Of course she, like, how did this man graduate from police college with these terrible DNA procedures. College. Like he's just standing he's just standing at the door of the motel. She's like, Do you want some hair? I'm like, No, no, you don't just get the hair off her head while but, he's standing at her motel door. Yeah. They give they gave him this man a gun. And yeah. he's just casually standing around getting DNA samples of her in the doorway. Like I have never seen anything and yet it didn't feel out of character from what I what little I information I have on that man. I was like, yeah, you would. And you're the reason that we, that we still have unsolved crimes in this country. Is yeah. this kind of shoddy DNA procedures. I'm going to, I've screenshotted, I've taken a picture of Jelly's notes that just say fucking worst cop. And I'm going to tweet that out. You're right. Dull cop is the reason why a woman can come back from the dead who's not the woman and get half a million dollars, I think it is, yeah. that she's going to get. The, the D family fortune. The oh, sorry, the bloss. The, the bliss. bliss. He's standing there with the swab in his hand for her cheek and she's like, oh, I thought you just need some hair. And he's like, oh, well, we do actually, as long as it's got the root. And she scrabbled, She went into the room, yep, with a, came out, yep. scrabbled around in her hair and it's like, no, come on. In, in, in a day and age where we know athletes will keep someone else's pee taped to their leg so that they can pass a drug test, mm-hmm. you should have mm. like a higher level mm. of mm. Uh, like sanitation for it's your DNA it's... collection procedures. The next time I slip up and have someone else's baby, I'm getting my <laughs> test done yeah. there. Yeah. Because my husband won't know at all. Just did a cheap motel. And <laughs> and also, like, oh, the cop's like not even on the clock. He doesn't even have a warrant. He just rolls on over. Says, give me, give me bits of but you. It's, I, it's police work like his that led to Dee never being found in the first place. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. this is true. They went, we looked in the ocean and we couldn't oh. see a lady in a wedding dress. I, I really put her hand I, out and I'm, went, and then that was it. They went, they went home. I think I jumped ahead. You were talking about the first convenient DNA yeah, sampling so study. He, he, Sorry, I he, jumped ahead. He took a DNA test to prove she was actually D and faxed that off to Maury Povich and they... <laughs> yeah, that was but the, also the that best was tweet of the week there, I think, <laughs> when you said that. Thanks. But that was the convenient... Like, I don't know if this is intentionally, like, obviously fake, but the convenient sister who'd conveniently been a part of a convenient DNA sampling study, how convenient. Yeah. Like, you know, like, all our sisters have done that, right? I know, you know. Cecile. So, and I thought they buried the lead on that a little bit. I want to know more about Cecile's yeah. mysterious medical trials. Yeah, I totally well, agree. I think it's, when it's cloning. You, when you have a baby, they do a heel prick test, which they've done for decades. We would have all had them done when we were born. Hmm. They can actually access those files, the, oh. the cards, which still have like a little drop of your blood on it. I reckon oh, yeah. they'd be able to get into that. Yeah, because you have to sign a thing saying they're going to keep them forever and use them for tests and cool. stuff. Cool. Yeah. And my husband wasn't that into that idea for the baby. And I was like, it's science. This could come um, back I, in 20 I, years I, on a TV I, show. I said to my baby, all right, sorry, love, no crimes in the future, thanks. Yeah. yeah. But also... Anyone that watches Law and Order knows that they should have come back from the test saying, A, that hair's 45 years old <laughs> and it's been on a hairbrush, hair, hairbrush in Toadie's house. 100% to- Sonia's been brushing her hair. Oh, yeah, because so now we've skipped to DNA test part Sorry. two. Sorry, which, no, I got confused. Don't apologise. Women apologise too much. Uh, <laughs> DNA test part two, which was then we want to know if he's 
and we'll get to her surprise, surprise daughter is yeah. his daughter. Yeah. Mm. So there's two DNA tests in the mix now. Paternity. No, the, yeah, the hair test is the first one. Yeah, to yeah, prove yeah. she's D. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So she got that from the hair dra- hairbrush that was in the box, right? Is oh, that where she got oh, it? In the shoebox? I don't know where she that just, hair was She from. went in with a basket of laundry. Mm. First clue, by the way, that something's wrong because she's got like a week's worth of laundry that would belong to a family of four. Oh, good point. <laughs> and she was only in Erinsborough for a couple of and days. And she was just wearing the white shirt that the one, whole time. Yeah, one white shirt. <laughs> she's like Homer Simpson in that white shirt. With um, the mysterious do not start disturb sign. So at this stage, we are just babes in the wood. We're not even aware that there's a daughter in this room. I mean, times move so fast. I feel like we always knew her, but at, at <laughs> mo- like, Monday um, we were just innocent. She was like Dawn on, on Buffy. Oh, my God, she was. <laughs> we day. quickly just adapted to having her there. Uh, but there's Again, this is my shit list line for Dullcop when he's at the door and he said, Dee's sister was involved in some medical testing. And Madeline West looks at him like, you mean my sister? Yeah. yeah. He did. Get he- fucked again he's the worst he's the reason that the criminals get a clue that something's up and that's why well the thing is with dalcop he's never actually arrested a guilty person (laughs) for a crime seriously yeah on the show everyone's turned out to be innocent oh my god that's really funny (laughs) i mean when someone's guilty he tends to show up at the last minute and be part of the process (laughs) he's by no means an instigator in it like with respect realistic isn't it i mean you know, I, oh, yeah, I, look, I don't yeah. want to hate on the boys in blue, but, you know, some of them don't seem like the sharpest tools in the shed. Yeah. I mean, well, and well done. And, and so ha- married and to a cop here. Oh, no. so we're not talking about um, <laughs> Detlez. Detlez is on the ball. Oh, I, I only saw a tiny clip of Detlez. Oh, but she slayed and, in that Yeah, clip. and I was instantly attracted to her. So yeah. <laughs> I figured, you know, she had the goods. Yeah. It's Neighbours has become very gay since I last watched. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I've never, mm. the last time I probably properly watched it was still like you couldn't have gay characters and I I was aware of the huge fight that the writers went through to try and, you know, wrench the show forward into the 21st century. Yeah. Mm. And it's gone from like, you know, the last time I saw a gay character was um, Steph, original Steph's, was that a no? No, that was the actress. Oh, well, Sky. Steph, Steph Mack. Mack. Yeah. Steph Mack. Steph yeah. Mack and the Canadian, Lana, the French yeah. Canadian lesbian yeah. kiss and they, that they quickly backpedaled on. And she's like, no, 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 I love Boyd. Like, really? Oof, yeah. Jesus, Boyd. Lana's fabulous. Um, and now they're just gay kissing everyone in yeah. there. Like, This is actually momentous too because um, they've given us many gabers of the male variety. Yeah. But this is it's only very recent that they've stepped up the les factor, mm. the, the lesbers. Well, the, we always knew about... <laughs> Lambshank's mums. Josie, yeah. Yeah, which is Detlez and the counsellor. Because oh, right. yeah, she was yeah, very, yeah. she had the whole My Two Mummies storyline at school and mm-hmm. was yeah. Yeah, getting made fun of and stuff. But we only really Damn. saw Detlez at the time, didn't yeah. we? And I yeah. think Detlez is the superior Les of that pairing. And I was always, yeah. I was shipping her with staff last mm. year when they had that mm. little tete a tete about their ex girlfriends. Well, because she had a competent, she's clearly got like the competency kink thing. She seems like a competent mm. cop. The question is, she keeps on getting stood up. Is the from the um, Tinder people? Yeah, is the Melbourne lesbian Tinder community <laughs> that unreliable? Because it wouldn't strike me as a, a thing. No, they're pretty. They're pretty together. Women yeah. are very reliable. Yeah, yeah. I can see a man getting like getting stood up once, yeah. he, once he saw a picture of her or something. And I mean, not that she's ugly, but you know, that's men. I mean, but, um, she also did set it up. I mean, she's going meet me at a pub in Erinsborough. It's called the Waterhole. What suburb are we talking realistically? Is it like Glen Waverley or 
Yeah, uh, no, yeah. She's she's like, like Brigadoon. It's not a specific like time for time of place. She's going meet me at the Burvale. Yeah, because yeah, then I'd be like, mm, yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Also, like you know, they might have got stuck in traffic. It's like six thirty. I would be yeah. anxious about meeting for a Tinder date at a random pub in an outer suburb. Like yeah. that is not a safe place to meet no. a girl for kissing. <laughs> Trust it's true. me. Go into the city. Yeah, there's Hello. a backlane back bar. Lane yeah. bar. <laughs> lane bar. All right. Uh, we'll come back to them. I just want to kick off the thread of piles at the Tanak Packers. Mm. Pile, Tyler is mid-twenties, male, adult. T- uh, Piper is commencing her final year of secondary education. She's 17. Yeah. Mm. Remember now she's spent a couple of years in Canada on exchange. So she's a girl a of the world. Yeah. She does live in a shed presently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a backpackers. It's a it's a mezzanine. It's a mezzanine, and when they were standing there, the ceiling was a good thirty centimeters above their head, and it was just the, the metal. So yeah. that, that yeah. thing would be like an oven oh, on so a twenty hot. degree day, yep. and like a fridge on a and the whole like set was kind of going <laughs> like as people were walking around it, you could hear like plonk, be the worst. Plonk, 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 plonk. And can we shout out to the weird ADR that was in this episode? The additional dialogue recording to speak the showbiz lingo so clearly they're still getting used to this set i don't know if there was some extra noise that they weren't factoring in seem very rattly and because they're adding all this extra background noise of like it sounds like there's hordes of people in that backpack it does well i suppose that's accurate it's it's pretty it's gonna end up in the news that thing when there's gonna be it's a fire hazard oh my gosh if you turned up at a backpackers and it turned out to be an uninsulated shed would you just go nah i might try another place no i'd be on TripAdvisor, like giving it zero stars and furiously typing. And then there'd be someone else that would come in and going, oh, 30 bucks a night or somewhere to put my head, like whatever. <laughs> but there wasn't even a wombat. <laughs> yeah. You missed the baby wombat last week, um, Jolly. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like some sort of Australian icon wombat. Like, uh, what, what was Warnie the wombat? Warnie the wombat. Um, what was it doing? Tanaka too brought it in as a PR stunt to say, uh, look, come to our backpackers. We have a marsupial. I would so come. That's really hard to get a, like, Wait, a, a, a wombat actor. That would be quite expensive. Mm. Well, it was a baby. Yeah, that's that. even more. Mm. Because one time I know of a situation on a TV show where they were meant to have a really cute baby wombat. They couldn't afford it, so they got a goat instead. And everyone was really disappointed. Um, <laughs> I love goats. I wouldn't have been disappointed. On that, has Neighbours just won Tats Lotto recently? Like yeah. we've got Madeline West, we've got wombats, we've got new sets. We're going to the city every five seconds There's for a, a chat. The river. For yeah. George. Remember for ages the only place they could go was the courtyard of the studio at Nunawading? Yeah. And they would have to try and make it look oh, like a hospital that's and still, like this, like that. That still that's gets where the, I know, but that was the flame the, tree. That was the only place that yeah. they could go. That still gets a run. Right. But also um, back in the day they used to go to the beach and stuff. Oh, I yeah. I feel like we're going back there. Yeah. Like they've got a lot of action. Well, Cause, cause Sonia, I'm glad for them that someone's like – at ten, is finally invested yeah. in the show. Because Sonia and Mark 11, have sorry. Sonia and Mark have two conversations on the riverbank that they could very well have had at Lasseter's Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were not they big were nice. scenes yet. They went into the city, yeah. and we're going to have a city scene. I think. In the next few months, and they've filmed them. We, we need mm. to then discuss a bit of Melbourne geography here yeah, because it was so, Sonia and Mark drove a good forty minutes from Erinsborough <laughs> just to sit on the banks of the Yarra. No wonder her earrings. It was fell it. Off. Was yeah. it definitely the Yarra? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know where that spot is. It's yeah, not yeah. another river. No, no, it's, it's on the okay. south bank of the um, Yarra. They wow. had a, they had a shot of the Yarra Princess. Yeah, oh, gliding okay. down the river. Well, well you may of, have your answer there about of, how they afforded that scene. Spira <laughs> Ma was kind of in the background. Good point. Yeah. 
Uh, so, maybe Sonia was going to a mayor conference with Robert Doyle or something that day. Oh, Can you imagine? What, a, what a lucky lady. Can you imagine Robert Doyle on Neighbours? He would love it. He would. He come, would. On, come on to Neighbours, Robert Doyle. He'd be better he for it. He'd be acting better than those cricketers they had last oh, yeah, week, that's for sure. But now Piles' mum's come to tell, to tell her off for running away from home and living in a shed. Set, Just one, anywhere with a man. In one-star accommodation. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I went, I went to a backpackers. I, one of my favourite karaoke bars, that's a real serious sentence, I stand by it, is uh, underneath a backpackers. Does, and it, so, does it smell? No, it's very well kept. Okay. And there's a lovely um, bay of computers. And then in the bar area, like there's a lot of um, internationals that come and hang out. I recently made a Canadian friend named Eve. And Oh, Hello. Oh, yeah. 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 Call about Eve. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't Eve. It was Eve with a Y. Y V E S. Because I was thinking we we're just talking about Canadian lesbians just before. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite a great establishment. But if I walked in there and there was a teenage girl going to bed with her adult boyfriend, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, maybe this isn't an appropriate lodging for me this evening. Yeah, and she's she- there to get back at her mum because the owner of the backpackers doesn't like her. Yeah. Oh, that's what I loved that when um, Pipes was outraged that the only reason they were staying there is because um, Backpackanaka wanted to get revenge on Rage and she was just outraged by this idea. And you know what? Just take it, love. Just take it. You mean you didn't believe in a relationship? No, mate. Mate, if it's no. spite, it's spite. He just wants someone free to clean up the place. Yeah. And it's a bonus mm. that it's Therese's daughter. And already, like, people have only been living there one night and there's already laundry piling up, so... Mm. Now let's touch on the kiss. Victoria Victoria had a few sherbets at the waterhole, and um, she was a glass and a half Cadbury girl, and um, over she went. Yeah, went. She went and had a tactical spew in the toilets, yeah. and then possibly was still with the taste of almond in her gross. mouth. Oh, went the pash. The toilet kiss. Mm. Mm. It was pretty gross. I guess it's realistic. It was just so unsexy outside the toilets. Mm. Yeah. In front of Sheila. After you've spewed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they had that lovely moment last week on the bonnet of the car. They could have just kissed there and it would have been lovely. Without any vomit. Yeah, no vomit. <laughs> but I it, guess that's on purpose, right? To make it all more awkward. So it's not clear cut. So like, she's does blameless. Steph like, yeah, it does Steph like it, doesn't she? I don't think she's definitely overstepped her counsellor's boundaries. I think that's pretty clear. Well, she she stepped away from those duties once they all went, we're going to go through with this okay. um, immoral act. But she was still... Un- unethical. Unethical. She was still counselling at her later on, though. No, that oh, was... She was trying to counsel no. her way into her underpants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was just... Yeah, exactly. That, that was just romance chats. That wasn't... That's, that's the way she romances, which possibly is why she's getting stood up by yeah. Melbourne's Tinder lesbians. <laughs> so she comes back in a very beautiful dress to kind of resolve things with Steph. Like, sorry, I got hammered and... It was a nice dress. Went, green the, one. went the pash. And... Staff in this moment, I thought was huge, confesses that there's an attraction there. Mm. And she straight away fast forwards to, but I can't get cold feet. My fiancé is going to have a baby and it's going to be our baby. What I do mean, I do? I mean, admittedly, he's, he's good looking, but he is very dull. Yeah. I love when she was like, now's not the time for me to walk out on my, not really my baby and my fiancé right now. And it's true. Now's <laughs> not the time, Staff. <laughs> the time would have been before you decided to go through mm. with this uh, you know, oh, doomed to, surrogacy. To preference, she tried to end it. Yes. And Sonia wouldn't. I know. Uh, Vaya did tell me this. Yeah. Yeah. Because, okay, can we also just take a moment? Um, I, Jelly and I, very good friends, but we we are at odds today. No. Oh. Because she's very much Team Sonia. 
I don't I don't understand how anyone could be anything else. They are. Come on. Can you vet the guests properly next time? <laughs> Seriously. Having could... just turned up today to watch these series of episodes, I immediately saw a conniving game playing potential pod person in the form of D. Get out. Like worming her way, manipulating her way into everyone's hearts with like, oh, I just feel so bad for Toadie. But then also just like pass agging with, oh, I forgot you're a vegetarian. Oh, yeah, pregnancy's well, a really difficult time. I won't have it. I won't have any of this. No, she, D no. lived in our heart to begin with. She need, had no need to worm her way into it. No, she was already there. I yeah. hate to – um. She came back and said, hey, guys, what's the haps? Sonia's been, been irritating for about five years now. Yeah. No. I hate to bring up later in the week, but later in the week, Sonia goes to a doctor. Now, let's just keep in mind, doctors train for over 10 years probably. Carl's not a great doctor, but he's still one. And she goes to a doctor for a blood nose. That's classic Sonia. Hmm. And that's why we don't it's like all, her. Me, me, me. Okay. I'm pregnant. And, it's me. And I will say, I have a soft spot for Sonia. I like Eve and I loved her when she was introduced to us as the wholesome guide dog puppy trainer. Yep. That's my Sonia. The retcon was fun, how they gave her the checkered pass and the bonus son and the mm. and falling off the wagon and all of that. That was funsies. But that's not my Sonia. Not my Sonia, hashtag. So, so you're saying – because I'm, I come out more from the point of view of like – Eve Morey is the greatest actress, working yeah. actress in Australia. Yeah, she's gorgeous. You can keep yeah, your Asha gorgeous. fucking Ketty. Like, give <laughs> wow. your actor awards to Eve. She's so talented. She can play absolutely anything. Let's separate but, Eve. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. 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 So I just look at Sonia and I'm just like, Eve Morey is so beautiful. I love her naturalism. Yeah. And that's all I really care about. So you're saying, like, she's been tainted by years of bad storyline. I that, do. I, you know, as a follower mm-hmm. of Vaya's banter, I'm aware that she had a community garden storyline that went on for too long, that everyone <laughs> mocked her being a mayor. Wasn't she a... She was, was a junkie she a heli- hooker. Was she a helicopter pilot or did I... No, okay, I argued probably, strongly for that storyline, but they wouldn't write that's it. That's probably in your fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. The, the, Jelly. Look, okay. she is a very good actress because I really can't. I, I, you're saying nice things about the actress, and I think, oh, but she's so irritating. She she makes me believe how annoying Sonia is. Yeah, and I think that's why I force fed Jelly all this information. Like she wouldn't take the morning after pill after Steph and Dolcop said mm, they didn't was, want to have the baby. That was a horrifying thing to hear. Yeah, that yeah. they would even write that on the show. Yeah, I think yeah. is like deeply irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. because the morning ugh, i've ranted about it but before this, i'm not gonna rant the, about it again at the end of the week well when i was watching um thursday and friday's episodes yesterday i was like yes this is karmic retribution for forcing this couple to have a baby sonia yes. now you're gonna have to work out who's gonna be its parent yes yeah it's pretty terrible like it was a pretty bad life choice mm. so i think i always struggle with sonia's life choices and i always want better for her and then yeah. she consistently lets me down but i do like when she's the mayor and she's kicking goals and she's going to Canberra on a conference and she's just get, she's having it's it all. It's still not a very exciting story though, is it really? Good yeah. Guess. A woman's career is so boring. <laughs> I'm writing letters to the bloody West Waratah star asking, you know, who's paying for her trips to Canberra? Yeah. True. What has she done for the community as mayor? She the put a bike lane. Bike lane. Although that was, <laughs> that was controversial. That was 80% Carl, Ken- Carl yeah. Kennedy's We actually had initiative. Um, a grumpy old man come in who was very anti bike lanes because it killed a bike lane killed his family. Yeah, a cyclist, oh. a cyclist killed his family. So. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was mind blowing at the time. I couldn't work it out. But we were meant to think he was killing people with snakes. 
releasing them. Yeah. Oh yeah, my he, god, that's cool. So, yeah, and so she was under fire for like support, like harboring this guy who yeah. was letting snakes loose on Erinsborough. I love that we're ooh. like, did she do anything for the neighbours? And like, has she done anything for the community? And like, three people went bike lanes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did she save the bridge, the footbridge with the locks, the love locks? Well, she chained herself to the bridge, didn't she? Oh, yeah. No. But that was during she, her mayoral campaign. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So this is where we're coming from with okay. Sonia. So sure. you can. I'm still Team Sonia. I know you are, and we've yeah. got we've and got a t-shirt still, you can buy. We've yeah. got merchandise. No, I'm thinking about it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Neighbourspod.com. Follow our. Yeah, we need like an link. awkward new shirt that's like I team. was Team D, but <laughs> now I don't know what <laughs> no, to no, believe no. anymore. I'm actually considering making one which is hashtag, hashtag True D Lever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know if you're in the market for that one. Uh, okay. So then Drab is airing his dirty laundry at. Um, at the school when Pipes turns up wanting to know when she's going to move home, basically. Yeah, um, a little unprofesh. Now, Jelly is actually a school teacher. Uh, is that a bit of an old-fashioned term? School teacher? No, I think school <laughs> mom is old-fashioned. Uh, you wouldn't no, have a go. At- you'd be immediately hauled into Susan Kennedy be pulling him in to say, get it together. Did she do that? She did, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. No, that's like deeply embarrassing. You'd be dealing with the repercussions of that one thing for like the next five years of your life because all the kids would have seen it, all the other teachers, no one's going to take you seriously. Yeah, he has done worse things yeah. at school. Blimey. This and is um, uh, Australian Music Theatre's gambling. Sure is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it's actually firstly a miracle that he wasn't even at, even at school. So a lot of the kids yeah. are probably like, oh, good, yeah. we've got PE today. <laughs> He's often like walking around, someone be like, you know how students will say I've got a free period? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brad has them. <laughs> I don't know He's how. not doing marking no, or assess- no. assessment or anything. He's no. just got room. <laughs> no. Sometimes he has a running group. Um, yeah, that, that's that's actually an award-winning hmm. yeah. community project. He, he was awarded Citizen of the Year. <laughs> For this amazing disciplinary form of running that he straightened out <laughs> yeah. young men with. Yeah, basically if you were a delinquent who was spray-painting – the, the power of running with Brad or solved it. Death so you, march. you didn't have to go and like walk the Kokoda track. You just no, had no. to do a few laps a, of, no. of the oval. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple of sit-ups and stuff yeah. that helped. But one thing we noticed in the, the um, dirty laundry scene was the um, array of uniform choices in the Erinsborough High's new uniform. Okay, this school... It's a, firstly, it's a government school. Yeah. They don't have the budget to be overhauling their uniform as many times as we've seen over the neighbours. Yeah. But also... History. Fancy uniform. Yeah, very yeah. fancy. When Jimmy... Because little Jimmy started Year 7 this week and I thought, oh, Amy's... Paul Robinson's shelled out for him to go to Eden Hills Grammar. Well, somebody is shelled out for Pipes to have a new uniform despite her being homeless, mm. which I find yeah. quite unbelievable. And I don't want to be like... That teacher, but that was a very short skirt. <laughs> it was a very short skirt. Oh, yeah, there should be a dress code. But when you're, when you're in year 12, surely they would make this new uniform optional for all current students anyway, just to phase it in. That's what happened True. when my when yeah, I started at my you want to have to buy a school. whole... Yeah, they they yeah. give you a three-year grace period or whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. Particularly, like at a really, really high-level private school, they can say, no, nah, new uniform, $1,000. Mm, right. But go. they're not going to well, do that at Erinsborough they, High. They changed uniforms at my high school when I started that year. So we were the first year of the quote-unquote new uniform. Yep. And yeah, and nobody else in the year levels above us had it right. until like, you know, four years later, everyone had it. And even then, like my school changed uniforms after I left and my brother went there. And even the blazers were still the same, but they were just embroidered differently. Right. So they would keep elements of the uniform the same because blazers are really expensive and they're not going to expect yeah. Yeah. They were just keeping Beard Brothers in but, business. Yeah. So that's why um, <laughs> the Zan Can was wearing a 
Well, they look like they'd mix the summer and the winter yes, uniform. This yeah, is my rant. It's totally not okay. I went to a government school and there was clear and explicit rules that you were not allowed to wear the winter uniform in terms one and four. Yeah. Yeah. And you could only wear the winter uniform and not the summer uniform in terms two and three. And also logistically, it's very hot in summer. So it was mm. very rare that you would be getting about in the kilt and stockings. And and we know that Erinsborough is at least 10 degrees hotter than yeah. everywhere else in Melbourne. So <laughs> the, the, the dicky little girl ties they were wearing oh, as well. I thought it was very cute. I thought it was a great uniform. Oh, it was adorable for Eden, Hills, for Eden of, Hills, not for uh, Erinsborough. Okay. It did kind of, her having her in the uniform all the time with the older boyfriend did kind of like mm. infantilise yeah. her even further yeah. and lead to increased with her, like wrongness. And her pixie maybe, buns and her pigtails. Yeah. Maybe the um, wardrobe department are like against this relationship. Yes. And they're like, where does, that's it. We're going to let everyone yeah. know. I guarantee it was that yeah. little actress cracking the shits, by the way, and saying that that's what she was going to wear. No, well, I reckon Mavorni would come in and go, where's my cute little bomber jacket? And my kilt. Yeah, but the wardrobe would have gone, you're in your uniform. We've we've just overhauled. The whole department's paid for all these new uniforms. You're putting it on. But yeah. she'd get home, or home, get back to the backpack, knacker backpackers. Knacker backpackers, yeah. And um, she'd change straight out of it like anyone else would do. You wouldn't just yes. hang around in it. Unless you're, well, my brother, unless you're a teenage boy, they would wear their uniform probably to bed. Until I was about to say, I used to wear my uniform until bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm segueing into Tuesday. There's a knock, knock, knock. Are we getting the results? Dolcop comes around to the dive motel to knock on the door and he suspects there's someone in there. Mate, it could just be the TV playing inside there. <laughs> The curtain was jerking. Oh, no, the door closed on oh. his face. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, it's a poltergeist. I mean, God only knows what bad so, shit's gone yeah, down Because I knew what had happened by the time I watched because I'd watched everyone on Twitter. So what did you guys mind. think was happening at this point? Mm. Mm. I think we'd all seen spoilers, to be honest. We'd all oh, yeah, we'd yeah. seen That's the problem. Digital Spy is just singing like a canary. So oh. <laughs> in, in the bloody neighbours hashtag as well. Yeah. It's not so, impressive. So what they're saying tonight, meet Toby's secret well, daughter. No, they're yeah. doing all yeah. these articles going, um, Dee's back and she's bringing her daughter Willow. So I what? knew. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like the I knew. Sieve. I knew Willow was coming, but I didn't know that, that it was going to be. She's your daughter. We'll get yeah. It. Digital Spy is on my Susan Kennedy shit list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I mean, and I like you and I like all different characters. <laughs> oh no. Oh Take- wait. Nah. Once you get the backstory on my Susan <laughs> Kennedy. She told on- me. She told me just earlier today. She's and I'm still blamed. just like. Yeah. I don't blame Susan. I blame whatever creative artists were involved in the decision making that led to that storyline occurring and going to air see i I take neighbors as real life okay (laughs) so susan kennedy made that decision she wasn't told to make this she Mm. did it herself and she has now has a history of blaming women for um being assaulted let's face it i mean a woman of that generation, it's probably true. She's she's older than my mum. Like my mum wouldn't do that. Really? And I guess I guess maybe she's older than your mum though. Probably. Actually, let's, no, she's, she's younger than my mum. Dying her hair a lot. <laughs> let's put this on Erin's Bar High. Another dark day for Erin's Bar High. Yes. It was probably some bullshit school protocol that she had to observe. Like that they're yeah. too busy changing the uniforms over to update their policies. Or to notice that one of their students is suddenly living in a backpackers <laughs> and her one response is, oh, I suppose I could call child first. I'm like, really? There's no counsellor. There's no teacher she's formed a relationship oh. with. You're not going to personally try to like connect with this kid. You're just going to be like, oh, well, that's just where she lives now. And I, I pe- might call child first. I reckon Drab might be the counsellor because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got all that Ill- time defined. on his hands. <laughs> he so, just, he'll, he'll be getting her to join the running group. That'll be his solution. <laughs> so at this point, the DNA is checked out. D is D, air quotes, air quotes. 
And Meanwhile, so Sonia one... is like Bart Simpson with Sideshow Bob, the only one who suspects that something's up. And everyone else is like, no, this is fine. And she's like, Dee is evil. And Dee's like moving in on Nell and just circling like a shark smelling blood in the water. Because she mm. was trying to get some extra bits of DNA. Yeah, yeah. Like me and what's her name? Sonia, the only ones believing it. However, a doll cop. See, when oh, when yeah. doll cops on your side, <laughs> you really got to take a long hard look at yourself. It, it's true that like doll cop thinking that she's fake probably means that she's real, right? Because Since he's never been right. Here's the thing: mm. the only thing that's getting me through this at the moment, because we've been waiting 13 years for our beloved character to return to us, and they're her, like they're you know they've been knocking on her agent's door all this time, and she's like, "I'm busy. I'm doing satisfaction. I'm busy. I'm I've doing five kids. Doing I'm house busy. Husbands. I'm doing John and Kate plus eight with all my." <laughs> children so i've got a column in the newspaper like whatever she's busy so the only way i've been getting through this is to go there's got to be a double twist coming sorry hang on you can cut this out but that is actually the second john and kate plus eight reference in two weeks yes. we've had on this. no way yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid demographic um yeah, so the only thing that's getting me through is there's got to be a double twist coming and I'll, obviously i'll talk about that when the first twist the single twist comes and then we'll talk about the double twist mm-hmm. but Yes, you may think she's evil jelly, but she I'm holding is. fast to the fact that she is either brainwashed, doesn't know what she's doing, being fed misinformation. Oh, I agree. She's brain damaged to begin with. <laughs> yes. I agree it's very possible that she doesn't know that she's evil. Like she could have been brainwashed or whatever, but she still at the moment is deeply suspicious, hiding children mm. and stealing this is a real yeah, insight into the but, mind of a, a Sonia lover. <laughs> yeah, but also it's too easy. All these people online are going, oh, I knew it. I'm like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. There's okay. got to be a double. Like, yes. yes, we knew it because all the red herrings were very obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I've just got this stripy but, monkey toy in my bag. Yeah, she may have just put, <laughs> she may as well have just painted a moustache on and like tiptoed around the set. But that's great. Like that's good telly. Like that we, that people think, get to feel like the experts who yes, knew, definitely. saw it coming. When probably you're right, yes. there will be a double. And, like, mm. and I worked on a murder mystery show, and the whole art of writing murder mystery is you plant enough clues along the way and enough enough furfies yeah, 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 for people yeah. to think they can work it out, yeah, and you totally. with, and you withhold just enough information mm-hmm. so that they can't work it out. Yeah, yeah. So that we none of us will have hit the nail on the head exactly yet because they haven't fed us everything yet. I've got but, my but theory. For me, for me, we have three undeniable facts. She has. Dee's wedding ring, which had the custom inscription on the inside. Yeah. Which has to have come from Dee somehow. Yep. From her cold, dead, lifeless body. Yeah. She has Dee's face and she has Dee's voice. She's the same lady. Yep. It's Dee. Yeah. 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 I feel like if they were going to make her not Dee, they should have bought an actor that looked a lot like Madeline like Kate, West, Kate Kendall. Not... Well, good. Asha Ketty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the other red herring is that she's carrying around Dolly magazine. So clearly yeah. she's... A, She's carrying a teenage magazine, which is also defunct because it went out of print at the end of last year. Yeah. Was that Dolly? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, well, it, you can get it online. And his good girlfriend already gone? To RIP all of them? Probably. Yeah. It was always the, like, trashy. It was the, it was the home in a way to Dolly's neighbours. Oh, yes. it absolutely was. Totally. Sidebar here to touch on La Dodgeball. Mm. Oh, the worst. Um, this is, Jelly's the second teacher I've had on Neighbours while Dodgeball has factored in. Is dodgeball a thing kids play at school? I don't know because I don't teach high school, but I'd be very surprised if it was competitive dodgeball was part of the inter-school sports like roster. I think it's more likely to be volleyball. 
Yeah, and but the, you, oh, it's cheaper to just film the dodgeball in what appears to be someone's lounge room. <laughs> hey, well, actually, <laughs> strange you mentioned that because it is the former Pirate Net Studios, which we are currently yeah, recording we're in. We're recording them today. They they transformed them into a youth, uh, firstly a bar, then a youth drop-in centre, right. and now uh, what uh, they're... rec centre. What? Ah, uh, okay. That the church, it's church it run. glass bricks in it. It's because the bar had them. And it's church run. It's church affiliated. It's like Jimmy goes there to play dodgeball before he goes to Sunday school. Yes. That was a revelation. He was like, I'm I'm friends with the people from Sunday school and I want to go. No, Jimmy. No. No. (laughs) Step away. Not even youth group. I I swear that. Yeah, actually, yeah. It it would would be be youth youth group. group. They rebrand it with these like cool names now. Yeah. 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 But hang on. Didn't when Amy started going to perv on father father at church yeah. didn't she say i'm not catholic but i'm gonna go <laughs> along anyway and suddenly she's indoctrinating her vulnerable uh, pubescent child well that's right. the catholic way isn't it yeah it is um in this in this dodgeball match we have wall-to-wall Balls. sheila perlers sheila like Colette. oh my god best this is a australian music theater's colette man from the original australian uh, cast of godspell did you know that? Oh, it's such a treat having a stage door inside. I'm glad you didn't say hair then. But. <laughs> no, yeah, the the less cool, the Christian hair. <laughs> yeah. So the dodgeball. So so Sheila goes along and she takes Susan down to the dodgeball because they're going to watch and make sure the kids don't fight. But all, all out the window, and, and Sheila's she, going to have a go at it. And Sheila brings Chekhov's oranges. She does. Yeah. yeah. And a big tub of them too. And she doesn't really provide them to anyone to eat. She's just hurling them. <laughs> I love I love it when the Frankston comes out of Sheila. And this is an interesting moment because she yells at some point, Justice for Xanthi! <laughs> yes, because thank she, you. Because she's accused Ben of cheating in Dodgeball. And we've been saying Justice for Zancan since the dark day for Erinsborough SVU. Mm. When we her, had a hashtag, it was Justice for Zancan. Yeah. So go and have a look. So that's a clear, it's got to be a shout out to Neighbours. Clearly someone in-house there. There's a mole who also wants justice for the poorly resolved sexual assault storyline. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was ad-lib, to be honest, yeah. after meeting Colette. Yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, they've evicted Colette Nan from the Pirate Net Studios yep. where these children are playing dodgeball. Mate, guys, just play dodgeball outside. Like there's a whole field or oval you can play I on. I need a bit of asphalt, yeah. surely. Uh, it's a bit sad that Erin's Bahai doesn't have a gym. Like, I mean, maybe where, did, look, you know, I like mean, where was their BR funding? There That's was what a, it was for. It did burn. The, the school did have a fire two years ago, so maybe they just didn't rebuild. Oh, maybe which, they which weren't was, insured. The, the fire was started by pipes. <laughs> pipes and Ben. They oh, were just like, "Dee, it had set the smoke alarms off." Oh, you guys! And then they did. And you know what? It's true. If a school burned down two years later, the Department of Education still wouldn't have got their paperwork ready to just have be, replaced their gym. So that's really portables. Yeah, it would but be. they still have outside spaces. <laughs> but dodgeball's an inside game, isn't it? The whole point is that I think so, yeah, like the balls bounce in. off the walls and hit mm. you more. So here's a revelation. Try soccer. <laughs> so they kick her out and she runs straight home to start a petition. Old I school love tech. It. Not even a – do you reckon it was a – Change.org. Change.org, mm. yeah. <laughs> And then you get subscribed to the oh my to god call it man forever. <laughs> I'm subscribed to f- like 14 yeah. activist email no. newsletters. Yeah, and you get an email like sign this, and you're like, that is inju- that's not in- yeah, that is no, unjust. No. Get up. If that's you- how get up gets yeah. you. Yeah. And this is how Amy got into the Catholic Church as well. <laughs> so she runs straight home and starts a petition, and the first person that she's going to get to sign it is one of the one of the people that got her kicked out, really, because she was she accused her son of cheating. Yeah. And so she goes next door and Susan's just la, 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 doing the gardening. 
and she basically starts a fight with her and then she says the best line ever. Actually, let's hear from her. He was a chief and everybody saw it. Sheila, you need to calm down. You should be used to that by now because what I hear, all Kennedy men are cheats. Which is quite accurate. I was here when Jelly was watching it and she was like, oh no, oh hells no. I said like, only one repeated times and then they reminded me that Billy cheated on Anne. Oh, and Mel. Mel was trying to get it on when he was over yeah, in Australia Mel, last. I don't remember. Mel was now. never monogamous. Yeah. But I, the, I remember, remember the Billy Anne thing. I remember how sad Anne was. And oh, then when, I think Anne nearly when, drowned as a result. But that was a huge storyline at mm. the time when you, we were teenagers. Because they, like the, they were the golden the couple. Golden couple, yeah. And, mm. and didn't it all happen while they were camping? I know they lost her virginity camping. Uh, okay. That was Anne and Billy. Yeah. 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 But then I, I seem to remember Anne was very unhappy. And isn't that how she nearly drowned and Carl had to save her? Uh, people drown every Tweet, year. Yeah. Neighbours pod, perfect blend will get it, get to us. Okay. Yeah, they'll sort us out. But yeah, so she says all the Kennedys are cheaters. And it was just so good. And they just start and, wet t-shirt competition and, on the lawn. And Colette and Anne went from zero to ten in a second. It was yeah. like... We're having a civil conversation about our children's playing, our children playing sport, and mm-hmm. now I'm going to accost you. Mm. Brilliant. But then, just cranking it up a notch, Susan gets the hose, and I just lost it, and it was just the most beautifully camp thing I've ever seen. And the screenshot of Colette Nan's hair flying back. <laughs> Is, is like the thumbnail for the episode online now and it's great. And did she bend down to get the mud? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I didn't really get that moment of it when she bent down to get it. It was just mud and water. And, and then Susan said sorry and then she did it again. Yeah, literal mud slinging. Yeah, yeah. but copping a hose in the face would not be pleasant in any way at all. No, but I loved it, like the bottled mm. up rage of the mm. slightly uptight school principal like mm. if you gave my boss a hose and and someone got her on at the wrong day at the wrong moment watch out no no question in her sensible white blazer too. yeah so amazing ceramic hose fight i loved when also they went inside and jody was helping her clean up like just take the jacket off yeah. susan mm. it's covered in jo- mud it was very clear that jody's never cleaned anything in her life <laughs> like she was ineffectually <laughs> pawing at her yeah. i do give Ellie a hard time, but that is me in a crisis. I'm often just flitting around. If someone else do is doing a cup of tea, I can make a cup of tea. Yeah, someone else is doing the heavy lifting, and I'm just dabbing at someone trying to make something better, and it's not working. <laughs> now that w- it was a nice little uh, distraction from uh, what's happening with the big all the Rebecca bombshells. But- also, Steph te- Steph gives D all this ammo and says Sonia and Toadie were already having problems. And I was like, mm, where excellent. is your loyalty? No, nah, I love that. She was just... Nah, her loyalty is with D because they were friends back in the day <laughs> and Sonia is now forcing her to have a child she doesn't really want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friends don't let friends... I'll pay that. <laughs> friends don't let friends have babies they don't want. Mm, and they don't put them inside them either. <laughs> With, with, they don't like hijack your, your fiance's cheese. Meanwhile, D's friends don't let friends hijack their fiance's cheese. <laughs> D's ability to just slowly turn everyone is pretty. I mean, yes, she may well be brainwashed. She may be acting against her will. However, her like borderline traits are extraordinarily well written. Who's ever been writing all this D stuff really has watched someone manipulate everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, she's, yeah, even in the pub scene when she was like, yeah. you know, Queen B. Yeah, with all the, yeah, yeah, and the way she would, Queen, she, Queen she does the yeah. whole um, nice comment, 
veiled insult, nice comment, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the, or like says something inappropriate or whatever and then quickly apologizes. I'm like, oh, yeah. One, um, Madeline West is just eating it up. Yeah. She's just like, oh, she's playing it all so beautifully. Yeah. Well, she never got to be bad D. Yeah, she was always and now good she's day. Bad day. Everyone loved her. And um, one line that she says is, "You know what it's like when Toadie um, is happy; it's infectious." Oh, and I'm like, "I love it." Is it? No, it's great. I, I love that though because that was a, a good dig. But the thing is also, it's very hard to play a good character and and be interesting and likable. But yep. she always was. Mm, yeah. So there's well, a lot to be said for that. The, there is backstory on Toadie and Sonya's relationship in that she's constantly trying to white hand him as well like she's she's kind of she thinks about herself first rather than the relationship i think with sonia i have um, no idea i'm gonna believe you that's very disappointing <laughs> she, she tried to like harvest nell's bone, bone marrow. marrow without <laughs> toady's permission yeah, no, 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 tell me that in a text we were already fighting about this via text this week because i just was one-eyed i wouldn't leave team sonia and then and, and i was like okay the bone marrow thing sounds really bad <laughs> but also she did want to save her dying sister. yeah she was okay so there is caveats uh, there are caveats for I wasn't everything informed of that she wasn't no, just, <laughs> just knocking up some osso buco for toad <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't just selling off her daughter's bone marrow. She did want to save her sister, who we've never heard about ever again. No, she's not relevant anymore. She didn't. They didn't. And yet she calls the Rebecca family tree convoluted mm. when, um, hello, you've got a father and a half-sister you didn't know about. And how, and dare, she, and how dare she jack up about Dee when everyone was like, oh, how, are you sure this is your surprise dad? And she was like, yes, this is my dad. Back off. So mm. like. Calm down. You had a surprise relative turn up. Yeah. You that, know it's hard to deal with. That was not the same strange old man who was releasing snakes into the community. No. Different guy. Okay. No, it, it was, it was a nice similar timing. Walter. Uh, okay. Mm. Bombshell dropped. Firstly, the first bombshell is why does Dee need mouthwash when she's already brushing her teeth with a toothbrush? Uh, second bombshell for me is why does Dee not at least put the chain lock on her motel room door? <laughs> when she's hiding a secret relative. Um, <laughs> That does seem like the first thing you would do. Chandler, I mean, mouthwash is above and beyond. Unless maybe all those years lost at sea, she's got to do be extra careful with her dental work. Maybe maybe, maybe in Dolly, it says yes. to do that. Yeah. Um, watch watch out for toxic shock syndrome as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do people use mouthwash, or am I just missing a, a big part of my dental hygiene well, program? My partner does, but it's not like everyday mouthwash. It's it makes like me feel sick when you feel need a little bit of a refresher, a pep. I think it's someone when, with a smile as beautiful as Madeline West probably does. It mm. made me think yeah. actually maybe the character's got some kind of eating disorder situation or or, or some obsessive compulsive oh, thing. Maybe where she's, she's drinking it. Ooh. Ooh, the cheapest yeah, booze ever. There's an alcohol-free one, which oh. which you met, like it says on your thing when you go to rehab, get the alcohol-free mouthwash. Wow, really? Mm. Yeah. I didn't know Maybe that. she and Sonia could bond about yeah. their addiction to mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> Listerine Anonymous or something. Um, the actual bombshell, though, is Tony busts in and there's a young girl sitting there and Dee says, oh, hey, this is your daughter. Yeah. Oh, it, she just like she was a manipulating in that scene. She, and all the other ones. Yeah, and all the other ones. But that one was she walked out and in that split second she didn't want to say, my cousin came. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, no, this, this is what's her name? Willow. Willow. No, no, no. The woman that we're never going to meet. Dee. Em- Andrea. Emily. Yeah, Emily. Emily. <laughs> this is Emily. Like she could have. She could have. Yeah. This is the child Emily's that fished me from the waves. Or oh. even if you want to borrow staff's an awkward lie telling. This is Jenny. She's staying in 2A. Yeah. And. We've really she, hit it off. She's come to borrow a hair tie. Yeah. <laughs> but she went in that split second. Actually, 
250000 is not enough. I'm going to screw you out of your money too. Because <laughs> that's what, – what other reason is there to make a well, fake daughter than to get money from Okay. Her? Well, no. Let's pretend that like, – let's believe that Dee is real. This whole situation's real. Yes, what, what actual excuse could she have? She comes into this, oh, um, okay, so Toadie's wife's – having a baby for their friends but they don't really want it and well, maybe I don't actually want to get my daughter involved in this whole thing because we've actually been tracking okay without Toadie in our lives so far. Mm. Didn't seem like that's what she was thinking. She's no. more she... like eyes on the dollars. And the 500k mm-hmm. bliss fortune. How much also how rich of a lawyer is Toadie? Well I think that someone like Andrea would just goes lawyer, that's shit it. wife, bad situation, I'm just going to join the this. dots. Yeah. And also, I think at one point she says, I'm not going to try and break up their marriage later on in the week. That, I think, to me was a, oh, she's going to try and break up their marriage. <laughs> also, also, no, she's, she doesn't need to. It's a runaway train. She's like, yeah, that marriage is breaking up itself. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. So it's heading all the way to Dalcop land. So to reset at this point, Toadie what the fucks for about 10 minutes. And while he's doing that, Dee fills in all the exposition. So I was pregnant in the crash when we went over mm. the, the edge. He's like, so she's 13. She's like, mm, yep, guess so. And um, <laughs> then she wanted to tell him about her but came back and saw him with, ugh, Cindy fucking Watts. And All my Watts. Didn't want to ruin his happiness. And so was like, I'll just keep your daughter away from you for over a decade. And P.S. I wrote it here, a little love heart next to Ryan and Madeline's names because yeah. I really loved this scene. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I tweeted this week, wow, this is the most invested in Neighbours I've felt for a long while. Well done, Ryan and Madeline. And I mean it sincerely. They're doing it, knocking it yeah. out of the park. Yeah, and that's why it's so frustrating if she is fake because I really want that connection to be real. Mm. Um, look, okay. <laughs> Jelly, I can't even look at you right I, now. I can, I can fit this all into a theory. It's it, We've all read Virginia Andrews sure back have. when we were young ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And I will leave Powder a link. Powder on the donuts. <laughs> and I will leave a link at neighbourspod.com on this on this episode's okay. blog post to buy Virginia Andrews's books via our book depository affiliate link. We'll get a commission that benefits the Pirate Net Studio. Do you guys all did you guys read My Sweet Audrina? No. I that, have that's no all idea about like about. a child getting um, manipulated and gaslit and oh. she believes she's actually her younger sister and yeah, that she's like a few years younger than she actually is and I reckon it's believable. If if Emily's I'm gonna a read nutter, that. I'm gonna read that tomorrow. It is great. I so, did love it. That sounds yeah, like yeah. my jam. Yeah. I think it's plausible that the child could be Toadie's, even if Dee is not Dee. Yeah, something. Jelly was all about the plausible family casting. Well, it, they've done a brilliant job with casting that actress because she does look like she could plausibly be Toadie's. Mm. She doesn't. She and looks she's beautiful, like, like Dee. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah, got Toadie's eyes, I the, think. And Vaya said she's that thing that happens when. Let me paraphrase what I said for broadcast. I said, yeah, it's what happens when. An unconventionally attractive person and a con- and a think- conventionally attractive person breed and then something amazing happens in the genetics. She's, they get all the conventionals. I, yeah. Did I think that – did you agree with me that Little Actress had a touch of the fannings about her? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. is a big fan of the fanning uh, girls as child L, stars. T- hashtag Team L forever. Yeah, yeah. Like the Culkins, we felt that the lesser known was the better, yeah. didn't we? But she had a bit of a fanning and look. Um, Ramude and I were doing some Twitter stalking and we worked out that she was like 17 or 18 or something. Yeah, it looks so, like she's already like finished year 12. Mm, so she's we already knew... dating a 25-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, look, hey, she's out of high school now. She'd be dating a 40-year-old. No, she would be. Yeah. 
when um Dee said, oh, I, you know, I just had the baby with some help from Emily, I, I said to her, oh, she free birthed in Bay. I said, that's what, that's that's what yeah, Emily yeah. said. <laughs> that's so, so dangerous oh, to do. Oh, unbelievable. So, just like squatting on the lounge room floor yeah. with like no prenatal care, nothing. And she's had a brain injury as well. <laughs> she's so lucky to have not had a stroke yeah. and also just, and the baby died too. Maybe yeah. they did. Oh, grim. Oh, it took a turn. Came out of her nose like Sonia's. <laughs> oh, shit. That, no, Sonia has the first recorded case of a miscarriage via a nostril ever. <laughs> All right. So mean to Sonia. <laughs> okay, at this point, Sonia is, finds out about Willow. Mm-hmm. And she's already... Fragile. Yeah, she's already dulled it up to 11 and now this is tipped her over the edge. Sorry, your dead wife's back and she has a kid. She's like, for fuck's sake. And she's definitely real, we've confirmed, with our terrible, inappropriate DNA test. Yeah, defo real. (laughs) Now, here's where I want to talk about the paternity test. Sonia is immediately up in arms Mm. saying, you need to check this is legit because this is huge. And Toad is like, no, man, I feel it. This is my kid. And I reckon she needed to give it a good maybe 20 minutes or so before approaching the paternity test angle like go oh my god this is a miracle it's almost unbelievable wow and let that like percolate for a while don't lead with paternity test see at least with d and a um (laughs) it it was for the money for the insurance money yeah like they they were saying we like we need proof for that reason like yes sonia also wants proof for other reasons but with the little girl because worst case scenario, he befriends an, a, a kid and they have a nice time and that's fine. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Although he has got his own child that he should be spending that Two. time with. And his foster child, um, Callum. Callum. Oh, yeah, foster slash stepchild. Yeah. And all, but also, like, he wants he wanted another kid and Sonia didn't want to have his kids anymore. Yeah. She only wants to have neighbours' children. <laughs> and she wants he to was like, baby. yeah, well, screw you, I've got another one. Yeah. Sonia's like... Well, if you want something done, you've got to do it yourself. And she marches over to the dive motel mm. demanding that Dee submits a paternity test, submits Willow for a paternity test. And Dee's all, here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah, she's like, Did here. She? Yeah, she brings this one. Yeah, she brings out a prepackaged. Oh, Erin's Bar, a hospital yeah. branded paternity so test. So she's gone to her. Brilliant. She's gone to her old work where she worked at as a nurse. Probably. Oh, that's right. Nurse unit manager probably bunged on a morning tea while she dropped in for a visit. Got the paternity <laughs> this is test. A miracle. Welcome back, Dee. We love you. Popped on home with it, handed it over to Sonia's like, oh, I, knew, I knew you'd be feeling this way. Here you go. Check it all out. It's all there. Swab Willow. More lies. Inexplicably nip off to the ensuite with mm. the test. How obvious would that be? Like, I've got the test in my hand. Oh, just uh, I need the mouthwash. And then she just runs. <laughs> Again like, with the mouthwash. <laughs> look, 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 look. She's like that. <laughs> Who's that illusionist that can go into like servos and Co- make Cosentino and make um people like he can Darren pay, Brown. he can pay with paper yeah. and they yeah. think it's yeah. real money Darren Brown, Darren Brown. <laughs> she's like here is the real test that I have not tampered with yeah exactly don't that. look at my hands <laughs> so Sonia sees the little girl and she immediately feels like a total bitch for doing this oh well naturally and yeah. that was good I thought and uh, Willow's Willow's sitting there going I don't know who my dad is. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to listen to this music for a while longer. I thought we were just going on a holiday. Meanwhile, Toadie's like, I want to know my kid. He goes off on a one-on-one with Willow and she reveals that she wants to be Australia's first female fighter pilot. Yeah. yeah. Well, good I, for her. Yeah. I, d- I checked that because I was like, I thought we had some, but we don't. They're just training, but we don't. They're training to be joint oh. strike fighter pilots, but we don't have the joint strike fighters yet and probably won't ever. We because see. that's that ginormous... 
defence budget blowout where they will never get the aeroplanes. So. A good friend of mine's in the Air Force and I was talking to my husband. I was like, do I need to ring her up to fact check this? <laughs> because it was like, you need to go to a special school to become a fighter pilot. And I was like, no, nah, you'd go to ADFA and that's like publicly funded. You'd get a scholarship to go there and... Yeah. There are different ways yeah. in, right? But yeah. that would definitely That's, be yeah. one. Like but if, then if we're talking about a special do... school, though. Oh, so it's yeah, not no, like space she... camp. No, exactly. No. It's not like space camp. That is a bit of nonsense. They'll probably pay you to do it, mm. right? Exactly. But, They'd pay for your yeah. degree. Especially a young girl who's yeah. in, the, in the minority. Yeah, they're desperately trying to recruit women all the but time. But you know, sometimes when you're Kids not get it a bit that wrong. good, your parents have to just pay a bit extra. And then you get into a paid spot. It depends how smart. Maybe you have to be very good at maths. Yeah, maybe she's not that good at maths. And maybe they haven't looked into it properly. Like, her mum's probably like, you're very pretty. Are you sure you don't want me to get your modelling agent? Like, we can just do it that way. Okay. I think it's great that she wants to be a pilot. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, me too. I, I hope got, they run with that story. I've line. got a teacher question for you. Oh, yeah. Can you enroll in school without a birth certificate? No. So she'd be up shit creek, really. She'd be doing a bit of homeschooling, which is probably why she wants to go to a school, any school. Yeah. Yeah. You can knock one up, surely. Well, if oh, she's free birthing, she's homeschooling, she's up. probably unschooling. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, here's the point. I need We need to get it out now. Willow says, after she's had a um, hangout with Toadie and she feels bad for the poor sod, she says, I can't do this. He thinks he's my dad. Yeah. Bang. And you faked the DNA and you took advantage of that little kid. Oh, yeah. And, oh, it's disgusting. and at that moment. She infiltrated the childcare centre. That was a very dark day. The, for no, the Aaron's Red Childcare child Centre. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it hasn't but had many good days that What morning. happens is that Sonia has put every yes. Tom, Dick, and Harry on the, the pickup list for childcare. That child's going to be abducted any given day now. It's true. They're like, a, a current affair will be like, oh, she was taken away by a stranger. They look the list. No, 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 they were on the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> at this point, the internet broke. We were not. Yeah. We were hashtag not okay uh, because I think it's brilliant storytelling. It's oh yeah, genius. I want to know who were the geniuses behind this, and full props to them. Here's where, and she calls her Andrea. That's where we learned that her name is Andrea Summers, and I freaked out because I thought she was related to Daryl Summers, Australia's or Buffy, Australia's mug. Yeah, yeah. It's confusing what with the Willow and yeah. the Summers and the appearance of a child just quickly yeah yeah but the um she paused before she said andrea a because the actor knew that she was delivering the biggest line ever <laughs> of the world <laughs> but b maybe because it's not really yeah and she also you know aren't they i thought they were meant to be mother and daughter anyway so it was mm. weird that she called her by her first name because she looked at her and she went blah 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 andrea mm. and that to me wasn't the real name. No. It was like that's the name you used to use in some other place that we I, I still – I can find yeah. an excuse for everything in this. I'm Me still too. a true de-lever. I still de-leave that things are all going to turn out all right. I, How long is the actress's contract for? Let's talk. Oh, real well, time. a few people have tweeted that she's still on for another like 10 to 12 weeks. That's so a long time. that's a lot left to have them dropped the biggest bombshells now. Really, that's in Neighbours, that's like she could marry someone and, and be yeah. driven off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's enough time frame for Sonia to go, you've been wanting a child all this time. Have my womb. Yep. That's, Why another, not? that's another trimester for Sonia. <laughs> it's more than they gave for old Kimmy Valentine when she came back for her court, her court mandated <laughs> um, return to the show. See you later. Oh, that's, <laughs> so sad. that's really sad. They mentioned her actually too. Um, Dee went, oh, is this Libby's son? Oh, 
Anyway, that's enough questions I have about Libby. <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I just, oh, where's Libby now? Oh, she's in China. End of discussion. Yeah. But I love how, like, everyone she brought up whose children now live there, they're not there. <laughs> so um, I'm running with the Anastasia defence, the yep. Anastasia theory, and I refer to the 1997 20th Century Fox animated motion picture. Soon to be the um, Broadway musical. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Voiced by Meg Ryan, John Cusack. Great Erst. Uh, she voiced by Liz Calloway. Mm, Liz Calloway. Anastasia, the Russian princess, thought to have. Okay, so this is based perished. on a true story. If everyone's based on a true story, it. but the true story is not that interesting. It's just tragic. But in this <laughs> animated movie, this attractive man uh, finds this lookalike of Anastasia, and is like, "You're going to make me a fortune. We're going to take you to the Grand Duchess, and she's going to think you're her long lost granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Great day for everyone." And she's like, "I don't have a family. I live in an orphanage. I'll go hang out with a nice old lady." So they take her there, and along the way, she remembers things from her past, like how she drinks her tea mm. and the smell of peppermint, and all this, all these little mm-hmm. little clues. And then she gets there, and the Grand Duchess is like, "I can't have my heart broken anymore." But then she realizes it's the real girl. Bayer is doing very well in not singing because I know this, it's on the tip of your It's tongue. running all through the back yeah, of my head right yeah, now. Yeah, journey the lyrics, to the, journey yeah, to the past. The past yep. Life is a road. If you want to... <laughs> Life is a highway. Fail me <laughs> Somewhere on this road. I know someone's waiting. <laughs> and then it's revealed. So she was all along, like she was pretending to be this um, princess, but then she wasn't an imposter. She was the real deal. Did she have an acquired brain injury somewhere along the yeah, way? Yeah, props. She, she escaped likely. a burning palace, so... Uh, do yourself a favour. I That's my theory, is that Dee was pulled out of the drink. She had a brain injury. This crazy Emily cannot wait for her to join the party. Oh. Come to the party, Emily. We are waiting. Yeah. Who's that going to – who's your – like, what would be your dream. stunt casting, dream stunt casting? Uh, Alison White. Oh, oh, my God. Make it happen. Yes. Yes. That would be so I love Alison White. Touch of the crazy ringer in it too. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I was going to Claudia Carvin, but that's a big fish. So they won't yeah, get her. Yeah, no, they won't. I've got <laughs> she only does Foxtel shows. <laughs> I, I really like that theory. But who's who's Emily? Yeah. Alison White. Mm-hmm. No, no. But, oh, but who is she for reals? Oh, yeah. she's a nutter. Some, some people are floating the theory. The theories, crackpot theories are she's, Emily's a split personality. Oh, or, you mean it's actually D and Emily yeah. are the same person? Or, um, I hope or, not. Or it's Cindy. Chris, Cindy fucking Watts. But she came yeah. after. Yeah, so she already knows what Cindy looks like. So yeah. Whatever. Well, the thing is, maybe she never came back for Staff's wedding mm. and maybe it's all Emily was saying to her, oh, yeah, just tell him you've come back, you came back, but then you saw him with Cindy Watts. And, yeah, yeah, so there could have been someone else doing all the intel because gathering. Because C- we know that Cindy is nuts. Sure do. So there was another theory I saw online that Stoney and Angie somehow are in on this and they know about. No, they do not speak against Angie in my presence. <laughs> She's salt of the earth. She's like she the, the late 90s, early zeros um, Sheila. Yeah. Co- At some point I did co- like royalty. bring the Rebecca's back in my notes, my yeah. jam smeared notes here. <laughs> yes. I can't believe they haven't come back after Stoney yeah. found, like they haven't even come to see Dan. Well, they did do the webisode. Yeah, we saw. No, but I mean, like, he called them, right? Yeah. To say, oh, dead wife's is alive. It wasn't in my head, that oh, photo. Yeah, They're like, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. you at Easter. Yeah, yeah but yeah. This, this is the only <laughs> bit where I actually feel with uh, solidarity with Sonia where she's like, nah, not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's an hour drive. Get in the car to see the yeah. dead woman in person. Why not? Yeah, I would. True. Bring bring a pavlova and or something. she's got a busy roadhouse to run. That's okay. true. That's true. Probably... What's Big Kev doing, though? Has um, Tony ever done anything... 
like in his lawyering, maybe where there's someone who wants to have revenge on him. Tim Collins? Oh, surely. No, a but lot like more like a crazy psychopath person. Like someone he put in to prison. <gasps> Steph? <laughs> <laughs> he put Steph in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she, she killed, killed Ringo. Ringo. And he couldn't get her off. Oh, accidentally. It was no, no, it was culpable driving or something, wasn't also, it? Also, she was on the drink. Um, yeah. All right, again, at Neighbours Pod, tweet us who has wronged Toadfish or Becky. Oh, maybe it's um, old mate. It's Sheila's daughter. What's her name? Naomi. Ooh. Okay, I don't, I don't want to sidestep away from it, but in the meantime, Staff and Mark are icy with each other because Ugh. she's found the Chekhov's earring and oh, she's... No, surprise, surprise, he is threatened by her sexuality. The dullest cop in town has found a new way to become even more dull. Yeah, so he doesn't like the fact that she, a, a lady tried to kiss her and she's having some doubts. It didn't help that she hid her in the, in the room. In the ensuite. Mm. In the ensuite. Like, that was te- just terrible. Uh, it says a lot about his work ethic as a cop, though, that he was prepared to just nip over to the motel for a bit of afternoon delight while he's on duty. In his flak jacket. Mm. And I... He, he is very attractive. Yeah, he's going no, no denying. He's, yeah, well, yeah. When anyway. you look him up on Wikipedia, it doesn't say actor; it says model. Yeah. <laughs> oh bless. He used to model <laughs> in his jocks in the Target catalogue. Still mm. does, doesn't? Mm. And he's the car man. Well, I mean, well, why wouldn't you? If I look, but, if I could, I would. <laughs> and eventually, at some point, no, no, that's when that's when she Steph had her friendship scene with Kate Kendall. Mm. Kate Kendall from Stingers and the Stroke ad and the Melbourne Theatre Company production of the, the, the musical ad. Next to Normal. And I was so like... Okay, we'll link, we'll link the Stroke ad on our website. You don't remember the Stroke ad? No, which... It was one of those iconic, you know, those kind of iconic hard-hitting 90s ads like the TAC ones oh. where people had to learn to walk again. You know, like Stroke does affect young people. Yeah, yeah. So it was that kind of like, here's this... That was when she was young. Yeah, yeah blonde. Yeah. <laughs> this is a attractive well, blonde girl playing with the... You know, her dog in the park or something, she suddenly has a stroke. And then the ad is like her learning to walk again. Oh, I can totally really picture this. Yeah, I can it was, actually. It was a stressful ad and she was really good in it. Yeah. She's, and always, like, she's well, ne- never not good. Yeah. Yeah. And she does musical theatre as well. But at one point she points out to staff that, she needs hey, to... you are playing a role in this. <laughs> no, need, no, she says you need to talk to him about it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The fact that you're having second thoughts about the baby, the fact that this is happening, and the fact that you're like maybe just a little bit of communication, mm. just a little bit. And I was like, mm-hmm. good but girlfriend advice. The Can fact I... that he's dull as fuck. <laughs> I need to have a moment to acknowledge the fact that what the hell was Loz playing out with? Why does this keep happening to you, to staff? But Excuse it's... me, your stepson was macking on with you. Why did that keep happening to you? Don't you dare judge your that friend. That was a bad line. Aside from that, I liked the conversation, but it was odd to say you'd never say if your friend comes to you with like this life crisis, you think, why does this keep happening to you? You don't say, why does this keep Although, happening to you? I don't you? know. I reckon I, yeah, I like, said it. You just, I've got enough freaking dramas <laughs> really? in my life. Take your We just were talking pash. last night about someone and the, the fact that we'd like to say, yeah. well, lightning does seem to strike multiple times. I mean, <laughs> I guess she was in the middle of a cafe shift. She had a lot going on. She had probably quiche orders coming in. Aside from that, I thought it was quite a sweet scene and she does follow her And advice. it was good advice because it is important to lay things out in a relationship and go, hey, I'm having these insecurities. I'm having these doubts. Mm. Yeah. How can we work through through this together. Yes. Um, one thing she said was excellent. She goes, do you think maybe you're feeling a bit weird about the surrogacy <laughs> thing? Was what she said, thing. Because <laughs> if I was her, I wouldn't know how to talk about that either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's not a surrogacy. Because Sonia's just having his baby, yeah. right? God. And But, yeah, so she takes her advice, doesn't she? She goes straight to Dolcop mm-hmm. to say, lay it out. And Dolcop says, 
oh, so what did she say? And she goes, <laughs> she was because she claimed that she came over to counsel her. Mm. And With he her was like, tongue. what did she say? Yeah, exactly. And she goes, it wasn't, it wasn't strictly speaking counseling. It's mm. like, no shit. It's tongue counseling. <laughs> Actually, no, there was, somebody did tweet about this saying, oh yeah, it was counseling and a bit of light fingering. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. At this point in the Pirate Net Studios, we're kind of overheating. Actually, I've got the fan on. Yeah, it's it's Erinsborough here in um, the is, Pirate it's Net 10 studio. degrees warmer yeah. than the rest it of is, Melbourne. There's yeah. a strange orange glow in the room too. Yeah. And, um, so I'm going to smoke us out. We're in the Tanak Packers. Luckily, we're not at the high school. We'd walk over to that fan and just start taking our clothes off. <laughs> it's like Jody did the other way. It's As a teacher, it's sad you didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. Oh, is Jody the model, yeah, she's model a, actress? She's an English teacher. I mean, no, on the show. No, she's never read a book. <laughs> she read, You're kidding, um, right? She read Twelfth Night or something last year. Oh, she, she would have read Fifty just, Shades of Grey. Yeah. Once yeah. again, she's 100%. got. She follows her aunt in being um, kind of victim blamey mm. with pipes as well. A couple of things I want to cover off. Firstly, there was this scene in the week where staff, where Sonia came over and accosted staff about jeopardising her relationship with this baby daddy by mm. um, getting too close with Victoria. And I just think, hang on, Sonia, this is get out of their relationship. Mm. Not your, not your business. She's enmeshed in it. And we actually got a voice memo from Kenny Young, who is captain of Team D, purely because he's so anti Team Sonia. He'll have some words with you, Jelly, on Twitter, I'm sure. Um, but uh, we, we can all take it. We can defend our positions. Uh, we have had a lot of tweets from Team Sonia people who are saying, I, "I'm here, I'm here, and I'm and I'm." Yeah, okay. because to be honest, she's a lovely person. She's delightful. Yeah, it's just she's just she just makes very poor choices. Yeah, and she takes lovely too far. Yeah, mm. with her benevolent womb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here's Kenny Young. So there was this scene where Sonia confronts Steph about her relationship with Victoria, or you know, what her perceived relationship with Victoria is. And she says this line where she's like basically saying that, well, I don't know how I feel about having this baby now since you and Mark might end up breaking up over this whole Victoria thing. And I'm thinking, Steph brought up her grievances about this whole situation like really early on and even suggested like, oh, you know, maybe we should take the morning after pill. But Sonia was like, no, we're having this baby whether you guys like it or not, you know, deal with it, it's happening. So that's kind of, that's something that's really annoyed me and has generally annoyed me about this whole Sonya story. Like, I have put a lid on my hate for Sonya for so long, but yeah, I I, I just can't control it anymore. I, I, yeah, that that's my little rant. So keep up the good work and yeah, Team D. Now we'll also hear from Hayley, Father Bananas, who um, is going on her own rant about uh, Dull Cop and uh, the way he's been handling things. Okay, I know everyone's raging about the big deal, but can I just take a minute to express my utter hatred of Mark fucking Brennan and his biphobia? Mark is the kind of guy who thinks he's progressive. He has a gay brother, that's cool. He has a boss who's a lesbian, that's cool too. But the moment he sees anything outside of the gay straight binary, his tiny dull mind explodes to pierce his goddamn ego with fucking shrapnel of hypocrisy. Mark believes literally every awful stereotype about bisexual people and bisexual women in particular. He believes that as a bisexual woman, Steph is more inclined to cheat. Uh, Mark, you're in a soap opera. The only character who hasn't had any sort of non-monogamous dalliance is probably Nell. 
why is it fine when your brother is rooting every Willis girl, but the moment Steph is kissed by another woman without her consent, it's suddenly all, oh, Steph is going to leave me for a woman. Yeah, polyamory is present in the bisexual community, but it is in all other sexualities too. Fuck off. Are the stupid damaging assumptions mark worrying that Steph prefers women to men? So fucking what? Most bisexual people do have a preference for a particular gender identity, but that's not absolute. Even if Steph did prefer women, which I don't believe that she does given her history on the show, that doesn't negate her attraction to men. What else? Oh, forcing Steph into his idea of womanhood. To mark, women are just mental wounds. He ended it with Paige because she didn't want babies. Then he dates Steph, a woman who defies many conventions of femininity, and his first thought is, Give me babies! Even despite Steph's very understandable reservations given her mental health. Mark doesn't seem to have any fucking problem with Sonia carrying a baby that Steph doesn't want. Had Sonia not offered to be the surrogate, Mark would have totally split with Steph before now. And all this is so bizarre because Kate was infertile and Mark was fine with it. And let's not forget how many rash decisions Mark makes whenever Steph's bisexuality is brought up. Mark's mind is completely black and white. You're innocent or you're guilty. You're male or you're female. You're gay or you're straight. Anything that's a grey area and Mark does everything in his self-righteous fucking power to make sure that it fits with his incredibly boring view of the world. Mark does not deserve Steph. Steph is a complex nuanced, challenging character and an absolute asset to neighbours. All Mark does is drag her down. So bring on their split, I say, because honestly, Mark Brennan can get fucked. Mark is the Brexit of neighbours, an attractive offer to the casual observer, but to those in the know, he brings nothing but empty promises, entitlement, impending disaster and a rise in hate crime. What do you think about that, though? That rant, like but, that he's biphobic. I didn't read him as biphobic. I thought he was just kind of oversimplifying it all a little bit. Like, but isn't her argument that in the history of the characters on the show, he is allowed, to, the male characters are allowed to do all this? Sort definitely, of... it's there's a whole heap of double standards there. Yeah, um, you know, we're talking about the the guy who arrested his last fiance on their wedding day and look that's it he has been quite monogamous but he's a serial monogamous last but year his yeah, fiance yeah. from 2016 but he, but he's certainly very tolerant of his younger brother's dalliances on the show mm-hmm. sure and yet yeah, look he's he's duller than dull dull cop so it seems pretty par for the, fo- the course that he would be super threatened by Steph's sexuality i felt like it was less it, it, it in a way it like, because your listener friend makes a very good point that this is a non-consensual kiss, that mm. Steph didn't, like, as, as mm. we previously established, the deeply unsexy outside-the-toilet kiss mm. kind of sicky mouth situation. Um, and I didn't feel like she was really into it or encouraging it afterwards. But, but really, the kiss and the storyline is just representative of her underlying reluctance to mm. be into this surrogacy baby mm. whole situation which she has allowed to yes. develop and or but even now she's up shit creek with the baby up the duffing into up, Sonia. Up womb. yeah and even if the kiss was consensual i still don't think that's a massive deal breaker or a huge crisis it's you work through these feelings with your significant other and you say 
I had a moment of weakness. I had a moment of doubt and I've, I've got conflicting feelings and I'm trying to resolve them. And it's not like she's having a secret other wife for mm. 10 years. She's had... And as it was, it wasn't consensual. It was like an up-against-the-wall yeah. vomit mouth. But I'm saying even if yeah, it was, sure. okay. because yeah, yeah. not everything is so black and white in yeah. life. Like, people might have... But also, he forced her to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, She's been railroaded into yeah. this. She doesn't get to make many of her own decisions of late, no. does she? The last decision she well, made she was, was buying a hotel with Paul. <laughs> she looks so halfway Also, house when you while. said yeah. that um, Steph had fixed that... When you said that Steph had fixed... Uh, Victoria, is it Victoria? Victoria's car. I was like, well, no wonder she was throwing herself at her because that is like, seriously, <laughs> lesbian porn, basically. And she fixed my car. That's like the ultimate. That's, yeah. that's Lube Mobile. Uh, yeah. And we, <laughs> and we know that she's got a thing. Of <laughs> Thank you. We know she's got a competency kink, Victoria, because her previous partner was the highly confident deadlift. Oh, yeah. So, competency yeah. kink. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... Also, was, she's a bit of a mess too. Mm, so, yeah. mm. so Steph finally takes some control over this scenario and returns the ring. It's the moment where Dalcop answers a call and it's Sonia and he drops everything to run to her. Can we, can we, as a side note, that ring is super ugly. But also, but why would he pick anything better? Um, but the, um, I love that she just left it on the table. Yeah. Like in a real life situation that could have been stolen off somebody. Um, well, not, not just on a table. It was on the bloody um, reception desk for the police station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's someone, what I mean. Someone was going to whisk, whisk that into an evidence bag. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he'd, he'd never lose see it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because the, the the files are they just they're just walls walls the and walls of backlog. The backlog. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever keep Kate's get Mariska Hargitay onto that? Did did she ever get it on her finger? That's the question. Because this is also yeah. his third engagement ring, so yeah. he really. So yeah, d- don't be sh- throwing shade at staff for you know having a couple of relationships when he is Mark three times engaged, never a groom, Brennan. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Well, actually, on Kenny's point about. Sonia suddenly doubting the longevity of this relationship, this couple that's only wanted kids for about five months, if that. The climax of Friday is that it's post-ring return and Sonia's off chop. She's like, what, you, what do you mean you're breaking up? There's this baby on the way and mm. we have to all sit down and discuss what's happening with this, with this child. Enough with the powwows, Sonia. I'm sick of your nightly meetings about your, the state of your uterus. Mm. And straight away she's like, who's going to be the primary carer? And Dolcop walks in and he's like, I'm, it's me. It's me. I'm going to be. I'm going to do it. And then she forces them all to sit down and nut out. Mm. before the, And staff keeps trying to say, we haven't even talked about this with each other yet. Mm. I don't know how we're going to do this. This is a very serious thing for me to, to consider. Also, st- staff abandoned her last newborn. I don't think she was ever going to be the primary carer mm. of this baby that she didn't really want. She was just going to be groovy auntie staff. Mm. Yeah. Um, also... Really? This is yeah. a terrible relationship. These guys are doomed. Welcome, welcome, Jelly. Too. Huh? She's also a fair bit older than him too. Oh, speaking of fair bit older, there was this scene in the coffee shop where Father Doe, Father Creepy, has this gaggle of golden girls around him for a cup of tea and it's a scone. Older ladies, yeah, that was the mm. best. And someone that is quite realistic. Let me try to remember actually. who. It is oh, really. So that there was like a. Um, she was actually credited. The, the woman who had the speaking role, but she was referring to Beryl as one of the other church, la- church ladies. I love Beryl. But this, he said that it was the highlight of his week to hang out with the church ladies, hmm. which makes me think he probably needs a new career. The, the actor or the character? There is only the character. Uh, Kenny actually tweeted, Jack is like the reverse Tyler in this scene. 
<laughs> just as old as he can get them. I am. Um, it's a May December romance. I walked past the church recently with Angus, my son, not the rapey guy that was on Neighbours, <laughs> and a gaggle of ladies came up to the pram and basically were those women. So I feel like this is a very realistic mm-hmm. term. And you know what? If I was a priest, this would be the highlight of my week too. It wouldn't be standing up in the pulpit and telling everyone about the devil. It would be this. I mean, not every week he gets to have sex in a shack with yeah. a hot Olympia of a land. So not every week. There's it's good weeks only... and bad weeks. Yeah. You take the highs with the lows. So they go round and round in circles about this relationship and, oh, in the biggest disappointment of my life, Dolcop convinces staff to just keep trying, just mm-hmm. keep plugging away at this doomed relationship. It's going to work in the end, <clears throat> I swear. You know what? If you've been with someone for like six months and it's that much effort, oh yeah, probably not a thing. And these people don't ever get like relationship advice. They just, I mean, they had like the Carl and Susan Ramsey Street counselling practice in one of those episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, Susan was talking to... Well, Susan Sonia, has a past, past history for meddling in other people's yeah. marriages. Yeah, and then, but then Carl was saying to Toadie, asking like those open-ended counsellor questions, you know, so how did you feel when you saw your daughter <laughs> and all that kind of stuff? And I was like, okay, so that's just the roles they play. That's why these people don't need mental health care. Or yeah, no, no Susan has tried to be a surrogate oh, yeah, yeah, before yeah. So and that. Carl's found out about children he didn't know about before. So they're bringing that to the yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, I would personally go to Susan and Carl for advice because I feel like my mum and dad. As, yeah. as a friend, I would say if, if I'd gone through that and I'm giving my lending an ear to my friend, I would then say, you know what we should do? Pop yourself down to your GP, draw up a mental health plan. They'll, go see Carl. They'll do a little questionnaire for you and mm. then they'll give mm. you six free sessions mm-hmm. with a psychologist of your, of your choice and then you can nut out some of these big issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of big issues... The big issue, piles. They can't afford food or clothes or they, stationery. They can get no-name pasta. And lentils. And lentils. <laughs> and bed bugs. Imagine being snobby Ew. about having no-name pasta. I'm sorry, it's pasta. And there's all these articles, like a lot of the time, about how there's two, you get two jars of the same product. And yeah. oh, Actually, I can't even explain Don't that. believe the pasta way. would Just, be one of those ones, right? It's, yeah, it's dried bloody wheat, mate. Um, Go to Aldi, you two. And actually, yeah, Ben was shaming them about living among the bed bugs, and Jelly pointed out how do people, even, how do young people even know about bed bugs? I, I just felt like a really old person's comment coming out of that tiny little boy's mouth <laughs> about the bed bugs. I don't know why, but for some yeah. reason, it just didn't ring true. Ben, was no, it? but backpackers yeah. are yeah. renowned for bed bugs. Aren't yeah, yeah, but, but like eleven-year-old boys know that. Well, no, no, but Ben's Ben's late seventeen. Oh, it was Ben. I agree because. I would never have encountered the concept of bed bugs as a, as a teenager who lived a relatively comfortable existence and hadn't travelled the world yet. He went to Bendigo. <laughs> yeah. he went to, he, no, he was from Genius Boarding School. I bet they had oh, a bit of oh, there yes. it is. They would be bed there bugs. There it is. Yeah. Libby didn't pay for the good dorm. Yeah. No, no. no she didn't. <laughs> Well, he was on scholarship. He had to take what he got. Yeah. It was probably the... the yeah. Okay, pattern. you're right. It, R- roll away it's bed. It's funny that it sounded weird to both of us, but actually if you think about... Coming from genius boarding communal school. Communal living. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've explained that all out. So, uh, I wonder if it's the same genius boarding school that they packed Summer off to. No, she what went was... to piano school. She oh, went to music, right. Juilliard. It, it, it was a genius boarding primary school at that in, somewhere in mm-hmm. country Victoria. <laughs> no wonder Susan gets to be, um, like, continue being headmistress at this school. Her stats for students achieving wildly... <laughs> Wildly successful things going to Juilliard off to um, SoCal to just run, but they're getting cherry picked. Yeah, they'd be bringing down the school average. All the my school scores wouldn't be great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then there's been astronauts. 
Like there's a lot yeah. happening there at the yeah. school. There really is. Yeah. She's claiming it all, even though they didn't graduate <laughs> under the her. Like, their website must yeah. be quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. Past student profiles. Wow. <laughs> I have to take issue with Pipes here. Her laptop's broken again. Ben just bought her a new laptop with stolen money oh, last oh, year. Oh, yeah. my God. How is she breaking a laptop again? Extra- if I was her parents, I'd be like, no more laptops for you. You use the school computers. You use the library computers to do your assignments. Of extreme vlogging. Yes. Mm. And she's got an <laughs> iPad. She can use that. She can get a little a t- keyboard attachment and use that. Use a pen and paper. Apparently the app or something wouldn't some something wouldn't work on her iPad. It was Bullshit. just a reason to have her to keep going back to talk to Terage though. Yeah. And Terage is like, have my toast. If you want anything else, come and live in my house. Which I loved. I don't know. I feel like they should have paid for her schooling stuff. But also you don't pay for your schooling stuff in the first week of February. Like, your mum would have already bought all that stuff for you weeks ago. She got the uniform already. You've got to pre-order those oh. textbooks. They don't just come in the first yeah. week of school. How about but maybe school? they do if you've been living life as a teenage delinquent, though. It's but she only lived that way for two days. All right. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. God. It seemed like it had been going on a long time. No, she lived That's in... That's right. They've just moved in. She's, she's already Glen Rowan. She's already sick, sick of the lentils and the... They moved in and by day two he was cooking up the lentils. They were having dal the next day. And I'm like, he's been working full time. Like, yeah, he stole cars for a bit. Yeah. But he's been <laughs> he's been working full time. He should have some money. No, he in had the to bank. pay back Tycho, remember, for trashing his car. Oh yeah. Oh. But Pipes is on the YouTube coin. She gets good decent views. Otherwise, why is she still vlogging? Yeah. I reckon YouTube could pay for a laptop a, by herself. A, ca- a cam girl still a thing? Because I, I know what she could do up on the mezzanine. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she should start doing some beauty tutorials. She's oh, very braids. cute. See, braids. I reckon she's doing beauty beauty vlogging and is doing a bra- how-to space buns. For sure. Come on. Think logically. Get your act together, Pipes. Don't sticky tape your shoes. Oh, that was the stupidest solution to fixing your, your flappy soles. Contact Spend Less Shoes and say, I do a very successful YouTube channel. Give me some shoes. I'll pop an affiliate link in my description and away we go. Also, this is another failing of Erinsborough High in that they would have money to cover – they would have budget to cover the kids who's, who are suddenly homeless and living in the thing. Who are now, living I've, with their I've bought many a pair of shoes in my time. Oh, so you would oh, be going you. and Susan Kennedy should be buying her damn shoes. Couldn't, couldn't she go to the woodwork room and say <laughs> – Make her sell some clogs. Uh, Mr. Whoever, um, do you have any super glue so I can glue the soles back on my shoes? Because it didn't look like there was a hole in them. They were just flappy. Yeah, she, she was making herself some gaffer, like duct tape. School you know, does, school ruining her dog. On YouTube, you can do, Who is the welfare person on, at this school? On YouTube, she can do duct tape crafts, so she could have made herself some shoes. I want to point out they were Doc Martens. Yeah, we have were. a very good warranty system. Oh. <laughs> they were Docs, yeah. yeah. That does not happen to Doc Martens. Mm. No. Yeah. That's why the you yellow stitching bullshit. was still intact. Yeah. You think she was – I think she's just sabotaging her own equipment because deep down she wants to go she home. She wants her mama. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to live above the backpackers and the whole, like, mm. all my dreams smell like tuna. She's got <laughs> – a nice big house her and to rage rattling around in there with no one else like they've got a like bedroom just for their clothes hey, like, can you yeah. imagine the sexy games that are going on with paul and therese in that empty house right now <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine the sex that pipes or piles must be having Some, something's got to be like keeping her there no nah. no oh, she's young they're having terrible young girl older man sex Ugh. he's not that much older it's not like he was her 
teacher. He's not that something. much older, but he's still defined. But he's twenty five, and they've been hanging out for a good year already. And he slept with all of it. It was sisters. weird when they oh, were yeah, having the, the last episode. I think that you got me to watch. They were having iPhone sex. Well, implied yeah. iPhone sexting in bed at night, mm. which we all know what that means. But that's in between him sleeping with one sister and pashing on him with another. So mm, dearing me. And we wrap up Friday with. Toadie has bonded with Willow, who they've got a brainstorming session going in the pub about what her fish name's going to be. And I decided it was already going to be seaweed because of Willow, like a plant life form. Although someone else told me online that catfish would be a much better name, which I think is great. Oh, that's brilliant. But Sheila's going with whiting. So, ladies, if you could have a Rebecca fish name, what would it be? Well, actually, I think it was Perfect Blend that tweeted me that Dee and Toadie had already planned out their fish name. They had picked Starfish for when they had a future kid. Oh, that's cute. That is cute. What would yours be? adorable. Oh, caviar. (laughs) Brilliant. Mm. Salmon? Is that a thing? Pink. Pink. Yeah. yeah. And Jelly's already a fish name Mm -hmm. because she's jellyfish. And um, can you Does it have to have fish? Is there a Greek fish? Oh, octopus. (laughs) (laughs) Octopodi. <laughs> what's, that fish, what's that fish dip called? The... Oh, taramasalata. Yes. <laughs> That's what you'd be. I'm tarama, I'm neighbors, you which is be actually up. caviar. It's a Greek version oh, of well, caviar. Oh, well, there you go. Here we go. High five. Yeah. Kindred. So uh, the final, final, final bombshell. Everything's falling apart at the seams. Sonia says, I'm so insecure about giving my baby over to this train wreck of a non-marriage. Yeah, italics on the my baby. Mm. And to quote Phoebe on Friends when she's carrying her brother's triplets, I'm going to keep one. <laughs> Did um, who? So it's Son. Is it Sonia's egg? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which you're not meant to do. Which mm. is what Victoria's yeah. point was. She's like, what if you didn't do this? Yeah. Well, they should. It's a pity that Victoria only fancies people that are competent at their job and isn't actually competent herself. Oh, mm. that's what it is. Oh yeah. no, she tried to be competent. Oh, yeah. They just threw her out of the way and kept going. <laughs> she said, "This isn't a good idea." And this was. Um, she's the one who got the idea of the morning after pill into staff's brain because she's like this is going to end badly and there's a reason why yeah they've got not allowed to do this you've got options well actually there was um sonia earlier this week threw a bit of shade at toady about how yeah how are you you're you have you're having trouble having babies now um how (laughs) are you sure this is your baby and it's like mate like 13 years ago toady would have been 24 and he hadn't had 50 million testicular accidents jumping castle casualties so maybe he was more fertile in his early 20s oh my goodness so part of that gut jumping castle situation was that he landed on his knob (laughs) something got broken a spinal injury he couldn't walk can i just say the show has come absolute streets in that time because this story is all so good and fun yeah it's hectic Mm. the jumping castle was i mean I, there was a lot of mockery on Twitter, which I was aware of. And look, there, we still go to those places when they have, for example, the hot air balloon crash. Yeah. So, but, this is but the gold. jumping this castle accident stuff is absolutely gold. It brought up the fact that we all know that Toad has a low sperm count as yeah. well. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know, but and yet the it, was also, have many it was also a, <laughs> it was also a jumping castle incident accident it's just not as sexy as real life man all this (laughs) amazing stuff and can i just say what i really loved about all this high drama storyline was that it was happening in just the worst motel like just (laughs) the worst surroundings with the most generic art on the wall and everything Mm -hmm. was so beige and it was so high drama but just it was and i think like it yeah i just loved it i'll have you know that they have a michelin starred (laughs) chef 
in their restaurant. Which is, which is really? called the yes. flame tree. Yeah. They have like truffle oil and shit. Uh, Amazing. We're going to finish with some Neighbours Council business. Typically at this time we do Shitizen of the Week or Citizen of the Week. However, I don't think we can adequately rule on Shitizen or Citizen because one of them's identity is in question. I just don't think we can award. What does that mean? Is that some, you, you, just the best character? Or the best the or the worst in your eyes. We can go around and do it if you like. Okay, let's do it then. Go. Well, Shit. in terms of like Shia, what are we talking about like how good we think what they did was or how fun or how... Any reason. Anything? Okay, the most compelling character on screen, without a doubt, is D. So you're doing Citizen of the Week? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's oh. D. Like, as in, she's brought all the interesting, amazing story oh, with okay. her. She's got, she's doing all this crazy manipulation that's, like, super exciting to watch. Madeline West is playing it brilliantly where you don't know how, for a long time, how much she's in on. Mm. Like, is she just brain injured? Is she crazy? Is she sneaky? Like it was mm. so good. And just watching her change it from scene to scene, like that was all so fun and exciting. Oh, well, what a if, treat. I'm glad we did shit this. Is in the, like someone Well, who... you don't have to pick both. You okay. Can... I'll just go with that then. Yeah. CJ. Um, citizen of the week, I would say is Willow. Oh. For realising, hey, mum slash aunt, whatever you are, <clears throat> not okay. No. This isn't okay. This man is going to be sad. Yeah, he's going to be sad. Okay. Do you need more time? Uh, no, I, look, I'm going to put um, Dull Cop down as Shitizen of the Week. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. was going to say that too, but I thought someone else. Hayley and co on Twitter. I, I, think, are, I think we've covered yeah. it, but he's just, he's a shitty person. He's shitty, he's boring, he's terrible at his job. He should be directing, you know, like. Traffic. When, yeah, directing traffic. He should not be allowed near, like, complex well, evidence. He's back in and... uniform. He was a detective <laughs> in back in the day and a, a fed as I wonder well. we've got a crime spree on this on in this state mm. laptops are gone missing but also there's a job at the mechanics um, now that his mm. brother's not working there maybe he should just go back to mechanicing lube yeah. up his chest lube mobile the mobile mechanics well my citizen of the week <laughs> staff uh-huh. she's not putting up with this bullshit anymore she gave the ring back except he pulled her back in but whatever so um she's on she's on the loose i reckon she knows the she's train not known freedom she's on the runaway train and she's trying to find a platform so more power to her. You know what I loved about Neighbours, not having watched for a long time, was that the women on this show l- look like real women. Yeah. Like you're actually mm-hmm. allowed to have boobs and hips and mm. a body shape on Neighbours, mm. like more so than the rest of television. Yeah. It's really, really noticeable, like compared to um, other TV. Oh, granted so half I'm of like, the, How about the church ladies this week? Yeah. That was... Granted, half of them are knocked up, the women on Neighbours, so there's that. They've got they've got some maternal Yeah, but they've still got, curves. like, you know, like, they're the older women as yeah, well. Yeah. We're not, like, they look like human people that I know mm. rather than actresses who have to spend every spare second of their life in yes. the gym, which How, they probably yes, still do. Yeah. But... However, the men on Neighbours are all from catalogues. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's funny, isn't it? But anyway, I'm here for it. It's yeah. a double standard that I fully support then. <laughs> I, Jelly, I'm so glad. I've been trying to get you in here for a very mm. long time now. I didn't expect it to be so so good. It was so great. I so enjoyed every minute We've of all it. been pulled back in. Um, we'll continue the discussion online. Do you have to do more council business? Oh, yeah. Neighbours council business. Oh, our book depository affiliate link. This week, someone purchased through neighbourspod.com. Follow our link to the book depository. They bought um, the complete set of the Gruffalo books. <laughs> Amazing. Um, How did that come up on the show? No, no, it's just they it, bought it through us. Oh, oh, right. Okay, so it doesn't have to be um, something related. you've mentioned and no, linked if, to. No, if, if you, you just, go through that link. Yeah, if you just want to buy a book, like people are doing Christmas shopping, birthday shopping, whatever. Wow, you just go this. through our link and then a little commission comes to the Pirate Net Studios and helps us pay for um, packet brownie mix to keep us sustained. 
And uh, castawayawards.com, there's still time to vote for the People's Choice category. Go and sign up on the website, find Neighbours in the Vote for Your Podcast section and I get a little thrill every time I check to see if there's a new vote for us. Because you know, oh, Where are we at? Grassroots level here. I think we're about 14 now. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, 14 people. Pop Chops, who have guested on our podcast before, are up to like 225. So oh, come on, guys. <laughs> pick up your game. Now, I hope we did this story justice because it was so epic. I haven't been able to contain all of my feelings. There are still people on the street coming up to me asking to have discussions about it. So keep talking to us at Neighbours Pod on Twitter or Vaya Pashos. That's me, CJ. At Because I Am Pink. And Kate. I'm at Remude. Jelly, your Twitter's private. Yeah, but you can follow me at Stage Door Pod. Yes, Stage Door Pod. At Stage Door Pod. And subscribe, Jelly and Tyson, who I want to get on here another day too. I love you guys to bits. Um, I would really be interested in his take on all this. Yeah, I'll wait till there's a a theatrical episode when they put on a school play or something. I say, like, hats off, neighbours, for going for the high high drama, high Mm. soap, high octane. Emotional investment storylines. And I was kind of scathing on Twitter. I was kind of like, Neighbours is dead to me if they've brought Dee back only oh, to have her on. be I'm fake Dee. I'm with Remude. They're, they're not. They're playing the long game. Okay. Yeah. It's the long con. Yeah, we've, we've got we've the long got, con. <laughs> we've got excuses for everything that's happened this week because I'm a hashtag true Dee lever. <laughs> I'm, one thing I said on Twitter this week was that I'm really upset that I'm no longer Team Dee, but the most upsetting part for me is the only other option is Team Sonia. Like, I want to be <sighs> Team Steph. I am team better storylines for Sonia, please, yeah. because Eve Mori is a genius. And I think after this week we need new T-shirts. Team Colette Nan or Team Suze. Yeah. Where are you Ooh. pointing your hose? That, <laughs> that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Speak Bye. soon. Somewhere down this road I know someone's waiting Years of dreams just can't be Yeah.